Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Circle Time. It's Kelsey, obviously the host of Circle Time. How the heck are you guys? I am here today. I just, I don't, I didn't even look in the mirror before I started filming this one. You guys, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what I look like. Couldn't tell you, but that's because Circle Time is about comfort and vibes and not about superficial things like looks and looks okay so good morning or afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to this hope everybody's doing well i am joined here today again by my husband cody oops there's my alarm there's my alarm i'm joined again today by my husband cody that was me by the way and Cody, I can do it. What? That was me when you said that. I did an odd, I did a mouth impression of the alarm of the sound. Alarm. Yeah. Of my alarm sound. Yeah. Of everyone's. No. That's everyone's alarm sound. No. Everyone has that same sound. Oh no, it's the That's the one that everyone has normally. Mine is So Okay, so it's morning time right now, and Cody is a morning person, so there's a little bit of a difference between us right now. Not but, this morning. Well, I was like sitting Still down to do bit. this, and I said, he was like, do you want me to be on it? And I was like, well, you don't have to, unless you want to. He was like, I want to, I'll go grab my, I'll go grab my headphones. <laughs> so he's joining, <laughs> joining the circle again, but Cody's playing a different role today. For, first of all, he's just sitting here looking at the comments from last video. Yeah. Any good ones? Someone said we were bickering. Yeah, that was like the only only negative one. Yeah, people liked it. People liked it. Okay. Well, they thought the bounce with it stuff was funny. Let's talk into the mic. I am. You're like this. That's not the bounce. See, now we are bickering. I know. We'll see because I don't know. Anyway, Cody has a different role today in the circle and that is he's playing the role of Marshall my producer who is So I'm a, not a guest? You are a guest. Oh, they pooped outside the litter box again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is going on? The cats The cats yesterday we walk in here and there's like three gigantic logs like lying on the outside rim of the litter box and on the floor. And I was like, uh, got, I had just bought new litter and I yeah. put new litter in there. So I think they just like aren't used to the new litter or something. But Brisket just went in there, but him shit outside. She just squatted and shit on the rim. I I think Brisket might have done that. Oh my God. What is happening? Okay. Well, we're going to have to clean that up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Cody, you're, you are like... You're a guest in the sense that you're on camera, whereas Marsh is usually off camera. But I need you to like put in some hours today. <laughs> I need you to read stuff for me. Okay. Okay. Okay, sure. Let's do it. Being Marsh is a very important job. Okay. He's not. He doesn't, Marshall gets paid though. <laughs> you get paid in kisses. That's true. And Marshall. Oh, it smells. Okay, why don't you clean that up and then come back? Oh, now I got to clean the shit off the thing? Do you want me to do it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, well, then don't complain about how it smells. I'm 
I'm just the I'm just a producer slash errand boy today. <laughs> you want some water? Pull them up. It smells so bad. Oh my God, I can't smell it. Stop. Stop it. Mm, that's good though. <laughs> okay. Can you go clean it up? Yes. <gasps> okay. See, that is not how we speak in the circle. You you can get an attitude change while you're cleaning up that poop. It's a square this morning. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop. Okay. All right. So, oh, my God. I smell it now. <laughs> oh, my God. It stinks. Okay. Sorry, everybody. It's obviously a chaotic morning here in our household. But we're going to power through. So I said Cody was playing the role of Marshall today because I went on Circle Time's Instagram yesterday at Circle Time Pod on Instagram because I was like, what, what What should I talk about? You know, I was wondering if there were certain things that the circlers that maybe I've dipped my toe into, but haven't like fully expanded on. And so I wanted to hear from you, hear from my sweet circlies and see what you guys were yearning to hear. Okay. And the first one I see here is being your own best friend slash being kind to yourself. And this is a good place to start because I love a good getting deep moment. And I feel like a long time ago, I read something that was like, you have to talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend or your sister or just anyone else. That's like, why wouldn't you speak to yourself in that same way? And I remember that like really stuck with me because I was like, duh. And I think it's just important to remember that like you are all you have. I mean, that's not, I'm not saying like you're alone. I'm just saying like you can trust yourself to make the decisions for yourself that you actually want to make and do the things that you actually want to do and all of that. Whereas you cannot always count on other people to do those things for you, but you will always have your own back. And that's how you need to look at it. Because I think that a lot of times it's easy to be dismissive or kind of just like you push your own self away because it's easy, you know, but when you actually hone in and instead of pushing that relationship with yourself away, you feed it and you nourish it and you watch it grow. You become such a whole version of yourself and you have to treat yourself like you would treat anyone else. Like I bet you would never say certain things to your best friend that you say about yourself or to yourself. So you always have to remember that. And it's easy once you get a little used to it, you know, and it's not always easy, but you got to remember that you're still that same little person that you were however many years ago. And you would never talk like that to that little person. So, yeah. Sorry, it's a little bit early, but I think that's that's my answer to that one. Let's see. Someone wants to hear more about my first period. No, just kidding. I was in eighth grade and I was terrified. And that's really about it. Like, that's about all I all I can say about that because I was terrified. I had a friend over and I was wearing white sweatpants, but luckily nothing showed. And I think I may have been watching Cheaper by the Dozen too. Obviously an instant classic. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 is one of the only sequels to a movie that's really good. The sequel is just as good, you know? Not maybe not just as good, but Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Oh my God, we should watch Cheaper by the Dozen. I'm really feeling like that would be a good move for us in our relationship. Cody's back. <laughs> How are you feeling after that? After what, gagging? Poop-gate. Violently gagging? Poop gate. <laughs> 2023. Well, yesterday was also poop gate 2023. Sorry, poop gate. May. May 30th. 30th 20. I think you should leave stars today. I know. It's already out. I just saw a tweet. Oh my God. We should watch it. We should watch it. Okay. Later guys. Thank you so much for listening to Circle Time episode 54. 
We're going to sit down now and thanks. Make sure to follow the Circle Stop, Time please. socials. Stop. Okay. What's next? <laughs> Cody is going to surprise me with topics that people want to hear about. Books. Books. <laughs> okay. You know, I used to write books when I was a kid. Like I used to like, I, I used to think I was going to be an author and maybe I'll find one of those books and read it on the next solo episode. Cause they're pretty freaking hilarious. Cause I really thought I was doing something that I'm going to do that. But as of books I'm reading right now, I'm actually like kind of in a reading lull. I need to go in the Geneva and see what the circlers are reading because I'm kind of like, I picked up this one book that I started reading and that I like was, I was not that into, but then all my friends read it and I was like, okay, if you guys like it, I probably just need to like get past that beginning hump and lo and behold it's not really working out for me again but I'm gonna keep trying I just need to pick up my book again you know when you put a book down and then all of a sudden you just like forget about reading and then a month goes by yeah it's like the worst <clears throat> I hate that that's what I'm doing right now and it's like I was I was on such a streak and now all of a sudden I just haven't read I know single thing I know so I gotta get back on that I think I need to start reading again before bed probably maybe that will help like actually like assigning myself a time to to i will do that if you will do it i'm down read before bed yeah yeah i think we should but I well, think, then we have to no no to, yes see, that's what i was gonna no, no, say we don't stay up later we go to bed earlier so that we can but, put in the half an hour of reading but see i like couch time that's what i'm that's what i'm saying so then we're not gonna do it we could try it we could try it for a couple nights Maybe we should do like Tuesdays, Thursdays. Okay, Tuesdays, <laughs> Thursdays are book days. Yeah. Oh, we're just scheduling that out. That's so freaking It's lame. not. That's this is what being old. Yes. It literally is. We're older old oldies. <clears throat> okay. Give me another topic. Okay, this one's a little niche. Okay. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I talk about Taylor Swift every single episode and I'm starting to like kind of. Yeah, why would someone be like, we should talk about Taylor Swift for once. I do want to say I got a lot of DMs wanting me to talk about the new song. You're losing me. It's pretty heart wrenching and just sad. I mean, it's just sad. It's especially sad because of all the beautiful love songs that have once been written about a person to then kind of see this other side of the relationship and how it just kind of stopped. What, what does she say about him? Like, it's just about how like, she's just not like in it anymore. So she broke up with him. I, it seems like, like he also, like it said, like she didn't, he didn't want to like marry her or something. I don't know. I don't know. What about the one with ice spice? I, you know, I haven't, I've only seen, I've actually haven't listened because what? I just, I, How did like, I listen to that before you? Because I'm a munch, though. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> no, I just I don't know why I didn't listen. I I actually have no idea why I didn't listen, but I have seen the TikToks about it, and I think they're so funny. Wait, what do they say? Like some, I saw one the other day that was like, "This Ice Spice collab is like every like lax bro that you get assigned." like to do a group project with. <laughs> and so it's like the, this girl and guy standing like up by like a board and the girls were tend tending to give the presentation. And she's like, karma is a queen. Karma is a flan. <laughs> and then the guy just goes facts. <laughs> and it's Wait, like, is that her? Is that her? Karma's going to hunt you down. And then like Taylor Swift goes in like more and more and more. And then she just, and then I spice is just like facts. And so like, that, is that how, like, is the song playing in the background and they're like, yeah. let's sing it? Okay. Yeah. It's so hilarious. She, she actually says that in the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I'll, can I play it for you right now? And like, but like not on the mic so that the mic, so that it doesn't get picked up by YouTube or no. Okay. No, we can. Sure. No, sure. No, that's fine. Sure. We can move on. No. Well, you got me worried about copyrights all of a sudden. That's what I was saying. I'm going to play it out here and then you won't hear it in the mic, but we can just play it for a second. That's what, cause it's kind of weird. Like the, the verse just like doesn't really match the. Well, it's like I don't slower, know why they picked that it's one. It's like a slower song. I know. And it just like, it's like too slow. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I haven't listened to it. Okay. Oh my God. Can you Sorry, just... guys. <laughs> Sorry guys. Sorry guys. It's right here. Can I just oh. stop and then. Yeah. No, 
Oh, do you Cody, have multiple? I've, I've stopped them multiple times. I have a lot of alarms. Can set. we go to the alarms and does just anybody, turn them off? Does any? I know. I know my circlers have got my back on this one. Do you guys set a lot of alarms? I thought so. They all said yes at home. The oh, circlers okay. get it. It's like Dora the Explorer. I don't set a single one. I know. So. I know. I know. So. <laughs> so I'm turning 30 this year. And I feel like lately I've been having so many moments where I look at my life and think that when I was a kid, I thought by the time I was an adult, like now, I would be able to do certain things that I still can't do, okay? Like for example, style my hair well. Like I I get by, but I can't really like, I'm not that good at doing my hair. Or like, you know, having one really solid recipe that I make for for dinner something like that. I thought I'd have these things accomplished and I'm really just kind of don't. But listen to this. I started using masterclass to learn these things that I just want to know how to do as an adult. And it has been an absolute game changer. With masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Annual memberships start at $10 a month and you get unlimited access to every instructor, thousands of online lessons, exclusive content, insights, and much more. There are over 180 classes to pick from, everything from building and owning your own personal style with celebrity stylist Carla Welch, which I want to take next, to science and problem solving with Bill Nye, which is just awesome. And so like I said, I've been taking the style your own hair for any occasion with Jen Atkin, and it's just amazing. Okay. I love Jen Atkin. And so it's awesome that I can actually learn like from the best and someone who I admire so much. And I really have learned so much. It's been so much fun. Whether you want to become a better chef, advance your career, land a book deal or anything else, Masterclass has you covered. Gain new skills in as little as 10 minutes on your phone, computer, tablet, smart TV, and even audio mode to listen on the go. So you can go for a little circular strut and learn a new skill. It really is just so fun and just perfect. You have to try it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And right now, as a Circle Time listener, you can get 15% off when you go to masterclass.com slash circle. That's masterclass.com slash circle for 15% off an annual membership. Masterclass.com slash circle. All right. I know we all know Cody because he's in this episode, but there's another important man in my life. Okay. Maybe maybe the most important man. Okay. I don't know. Well, it it is a dog. It's my dog, Chili. Okay. And you all know who that is because I'm obsessed with him. And I've basically made it my sole purpose in life to make sure Chili is as happy and healthy as he possibly can be. And a huge focus of that is what we feed him. Now we know that eating processed food for every meal that we eat isn't healthy and kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra processed food. So dogs should try something fresh too. And that is where the farmer's dog comes in. Now, let me tell you, we have been feeding Chili the farmer's dog since he was a puppy and he is truly so obsessed with it. And I am just so happy that we found it because when we first got him, we tried feeding him kibble and he really just wanted nothing to do with it. And the second we switch to the farmer's dog, he gets so excited to eat. He scarfs it right down. He absolutely loves it. Plus, it's way healthier for him. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve its nutritional value. It's so easy. All you do is you just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day and meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs conveniently delivered on your schedule. It really is so convenient and fresh. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's really never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. I'm telling you, I think Chili's coat is softer. His teeth are whiter. He's happier. He's healthier all because of the food we give him. I know how important pets are and I truly would never recommend anything for them that I didn't know for a fact was great and use myself. So you have to try a farmer's dog. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash circle. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash circle to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash circle. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash circle to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. 
Okay. Okay. Next, next up, we're gonna talk about story times. <laughs> Let's see. Do I have like a funny story? That's just funny. That's funny. You're like, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, topics. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I need to think of like a good story to tell you guys because like right off the top of my head, I can't just like whip a story out. This, this one says, I love listening to you and Cody talk about your lives together. Oh, that's what we're doing right now. Scheduling. Couch time, book time. Oh, he wants to get into this one. Um, he doesn't like his role as Marshall. No, I do. What do you mean? I'm just, I'm trying to. What do you, what do you think about our life together? Have you been happy in the move? People were kind of curious about the move. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Me too. It's the best. Oh, I was going to tell you guys something about But our this. house is still kind of in disarray. It's not, it's, it's not it like. It kind of it is. It's like, I would say it's like 80% done. Yeah, but it's not like peaceful. It's not like peaceful, clean and organized yet. Yeah. Like you walk into the living room and it's still like shit everywhere. There's and, boxes and stuff. I'd opened all the ones that had my name on them. Yeah, I'm not I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying it's not like peaceful. I in didn't there think yet. you were blaming anyone. I'm just saying like you could contribute to the peacefulness a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. So all of those boxes are mine over there? Yeah. Really? I opened all mine yesterday. Oh jeez. Kama is a queen. That's me. What? I'm a comma is a queen. Comma? Karma. Karma, okay. Facts. Sorry, I'm facts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I, you know what I mean. Like we still have the old, we're like slowly replacing furniture too. And so some of the stuff over there, it's like we don't, we're not using it because it's about to be moved out of it, moved out of the place. And it doesn't really fit yet. Right. And there's just some stuff. Yeah. We're I think still when we can walk situated. in there and it's like, ah, and it smells good too. Here's something. We repainted part of the wall because it was damaged from, you know, like hanging stuff and just like a little dirty. So we had some old paint from one of the previous people and we used it on the wall, but it's like super old apparently. So it just stinks like mildew and like an old towel. Like it smells like a wet dog in our living room all the time. Now it's just not going away. And we repainted over it with new paint and it still smells like that. I, Every time I, I walk really in, I'm smell like, it. Cody has, is really smelling it, but I don't really smell it. So our house, Kind of just with this now, with cat, with poop gate, mm -hmm. our house just either smells like cat poop or like, like a wet dog. Aw. So that's been fun. Well, but other than that, we absolutely are loving. I love <laughs> everything about the new place, honestly. Yeah, same. Your teaching experience and life after teaching. Well, I, I get into that. So I actually never taught. <laughs> You know what's funny? I remember, I'll tell you about how I kind of started teaching. So I taught at a preschool and I always wanted to teach preschool. I just have always loved kids, especially kids that age. And so I started at the preschool when I was 19. I would sub there when I was in school. And then when I graduated, my boss offered me a job, but she was like, I only can offer you like the afternoon kind of class right now, like the daycare, not daycare. Well, cause it's like school, actual class during the day. And then like after nap time is like the more daycare, just like playing and stuff. So she was like, I can only offer you that right now. And I was like, that's fine. But it was kind of, you know, not ideal. I wanted to be like really teaching my first day at the job. One of the teachers quit. Now, I always said I wanted to do pre-K, so like four, four to five-year-olds, or second best would be like three and a half, but never in the babies. And the babies were like two, two and a half. So my first day at the job, my boss comes in and she's like, I'll give her a different name. She said, Brianna just quit. And I was like, okay. And she was like, like she left her keys Middle of the day. What the hell, Brianna? Like at lunchtime. That's actually a fucked up move. First day of school. And like the first day of school and Brianna was teaching in like a two and a half room. So these kids, it's like their first day of school ever. Like a lot of them, it's like their first time ever being away from their parents. Okay. Cody's heading out. Cody's going to the bathroom. So it's like their first day ever being 
away from their parents and stuff. And this teacher just couldn't do it. Just was like, no, I'm not doing this, doing this bullshit again. So during lunch, she put her keys on my boss's desk, left and texted my boss saying, I quit. Keys are on the desk. So my boss came in and she was like, well, you have a full-time job now teaching. And I was like, okay. And she was like, you're going to be in room four, which is the room for the two and a half year olds. And that means diapers and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing it. And I think that it is just the perfect example of everything happens for a reason because I fucking loved teaching in that class. So I started and I was like completely in over my head. I would cry like every day because I was like these kids, it was just like, they were crying. I would go home and cry. Like it was really tough. And then I got the hang of it and I like absolutely loved it. I loved that age. I can change a freaking diaper so fast now. I learned so much. I was really good at it. I think I was really good at it. And I think I still keep in touch with so many people from like I follow a lot of parents from that first year teaching on Instagram still just to like see the kids and they're all like 10 now and it's just crazy and it was like such a whirlwind experience but it was so great and like that class was just so special and I loved working with the two and a half year olds they're a lot more like vocal than you realize and it was fun I potty trained a lot of kids and I taught them all how to spell their names and write their names. And it was great. And that's kind of a little story about my first year on the job. And it was not easy. I think like if you're a teacher and your class is difficult, I think that it will get easier. And if it doesn't, that year will be over soon. I know that it's it's easier said than done a lot of times, but it does get a lot easier. And I don't know, you're kind of like once the year ends with like a tough class, you kind of are like, damn, we got through this together. And you always have a soft place in your heart for like the the ones that gave you a hard time. So I taught the two and a halves for for a couple of years and then I did three and a half. And I don't know which one I prefer. I was pleasantly surprised by the two and a half year olds. And that is now like one of my favorite ages. And it was just, it was tough, but it was really fun. And favorite ages to be or to teach. I'm going to go teach. Okay. Yeah. I don't really remember being two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I have such dry scalp. Can anybody help me with that? It's just right here. I know. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know it's like it's not the whole scalp. It's, it's just right there. Well, I think which is that, good because then you can. There's other spots. Oh, I see. It might be eczema. I don't think it is. Oh. I don't know. Is it itchy? Sometimes. Here, you want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. I know you've talked about this a little, but gaining confidence wearing curly hair out. Okay, this is actually a good time to talk about this because I had a pretty solid curly hair weekend this weekend. We went to Las Vegas again. This time, though, it was for a friend's birthday. And so, you know, there was like a bunch of our friends there and stuff. It was very fun, but it was a great time. But I did take the leap and I did curly hair for the weekend. And I had a great hair weekend because I feel like with curly hair, you do it the same every time, but sometimes it's like, it looks so bad. And then sometimes it looks so good. And this weekend it looked really good. And I think I always try to remind myself that I was given this hair when I was born and it's really not something everybody has. And I do like to be different in other things. So why would I try to change the things that I was born with to try to be like everybody else? You know? So we're lucky that we were born with curly hair. And instead of trying to hide it, you got you got to just try different things to embrace it. Like, I feel like I'm 
trying different like ways to dry it and stuff a lot. I did try a new shampoo, the Living Proof curly hair one. And I think that might have made a little bit of a difference. But just because one week in your hair maybe will look like curls that you don't love, you got to try again because it always changes. And I just feel like we were born with curly hair. That's so amazing. And not everybody can say that. And so we might as well embrace it. And when you're like, when you're feeling confident in the, like in the hair that you were given at birth, it's so empowering. It really is to just like embrace it and be like, yeah, I was born this way. It's pretty empowering. So try to just embrace it. I know that's easier said than done, but like, you're not alone. I'm a curly hair sister with you. And I love seeing people with their natural hair. I always think they look so beautiful. And instead of feeling ashamed, try to change your mindset and feel empowered that you were born with such beautiful hair and that you look, your hair does that all on its own and you look beautiful, I'm sure. So, and Cody loves my curly hair. Yeah, I do. That's my favorite. It really is. And I think you should just leave it curly all the time. We all know that I like shopping, right? I love it, okay? Some may say I'm a shopaholic. Shopping for clothes, though, can be a compromise. Do you know what I mean? Because it often feels like I'm choosing between saving up for an expensive luxury piece or I'm settling for a cheap fast fashion item that just won't last. And that's just something I really do not want to do. And that was until I elevated my closet with Quince. With Quince, I can get high quality, timeless pieces without paying that luxury price tag. Quince offers a range of must-have items, like for example, a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater for only $50 or 100% European linen pants for $40. And not to mention $50 Italian leather bags, 14 karat jewelry from just $30. All of their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar luxury brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. I got the cutest sweater and the cutest skirt and pants from Quince. And I just love them so much. And I was so shocked with how amazing the quality was and the timelessness of these pieces. Like I couldn't believe they felt like such high quality pieces and they did not have that same price tag. And I just love them so much. And I know you're wondering how they do it. Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. And what's even better than that is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So I can feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. It really is the best. Even my mom uses it and loves it. And I highly recommend it. You get such amazing stuff for like a fraction of the price. So shop with Quince today and discover the affordable luxury you deserve. Right now, go to quince.com slash circle time to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash circle time for free shipping, 365 day returns. Quince.com slash circle time. Beep, 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 beep. Uh-oh. That's the single circler's alarm. So I'm talking to you, my sweet single circlers, and I'm talking to any of you, not just the ones who are looking for something serious or who want to settle down, but really whatever it is you want to find. What if I told you it starts with a swipe? So many possibilities are just a match away. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, and that means there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is you're looking for. Because success on Tinder really can mean whatever you want it to. Okay, I have talked to my friends who are on dating apps and other dating apps are hard, but Tinder makes it easy and fun and straightforward. This is what I love about it. You can say what you're looking for out of Tinder, what you're looking for in a relationship, and you can make sure that the people you are talking to are in the same exact boat. So you're really getting what you want. You're not wasting your time meeting these people and then finding out they want something completely different than you. Tinder just released relationship goals, a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you are looking for. Relationship goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app, which is what you always want to be, right? And there are more safety features than any other dating app, which is just amazing. I really think you guys should try it out. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. 
Okay, we should talk about chickens. Okay. Having chickens. So at this new place, we do have chickens, and, and? which means that we have eggs. Yes. Fra- farm fresh eggs. And we just found out yesterday that it, the whole point. So like when I googled at the beginning, I was googling like how actually. So right when we moved in, it was apparently it was the weather was pretty cold, so the ch- chickens had stopped laying eggs, and we were like, oh, what the fuck. We were really excited to eat have, these eggs. Have our FFEs. Yeah, and so we weren't getting any eggs, and we were like, well, what the fuck? These chickens are broken. Mm-hmm. So what should we do? Butcher them and eat them? No. That was <laughs> never in the discussion. It was in my... This, it was, I was thinking it. But then we are like, should we get new ones? And like, how do we make these chickens go again? And then the weather started like warming up a little bit. And, and also we cleaned their coop and stuff, yeah. too. And all of a sudden... You know, a couple eggs. We're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was going to be like one to two a day. And now it's like six a day. There's like 10 a day. Yeah. Like we just have a like a basket full of like 30 eggs. And so I'm like trying to figure out how do we how like well, how, how long can these stay on the counter? And so I was Googling it and all of them said unwashed eggs. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Unwashed eggs can last on the counter for up to like two weeks or something. Yeah. And not you don't you don't have to put them in the fridge. So then I was like, unwashed must be a term for like farm fresh or something like that. So, and they're like, so the, <laughs> I swear to God. Sorry, I have a lot of alarms. Just set. go and turn them all off. Hey, hey, peace in the circle. They're, sorry, go on and turn them all off, please. They're all covered, like the eggs are just covered in like feathers and shit, basically. Yeah, there's like poop smears poop on them. Smears. So... We already have enough poop in this room. Now yeah. we got to have poop in the kitchen too, just mm-hmm. out in the thing. Mm-hmm. And and yes, apparently Kelsey's mom was telling us yesterday that they're called unwashed eggs because they only stay good out on the counter because they're unwashed. Like that, because they're that covered coating on them. In the poop coating and the, the coating on whatever's them. on it. So yeah, the the eggs now. The, so we basically so we washed all of the eggs. Like we were like washing them right as soon as we brought them in because we were Cause like, they look nice too when they're yeah. washed. But we've we fumbled the basket. Nice. Thank you. And now we know. So now we will not be washing our eggs until we're ready to eat them. And so we have to because I wanted to like gift them to people like farm fresh eggs. That's Mm -hmm. an awesome gift. I feel like that is an awesome gift. And so but like are we going to have to be like, sorry, there's poop on them. Hmm. Well, I think you just put them in the fridge if they don't have the coating on there. You stick them in the fridge. I guess. But the whole point is that yeah. you can, they're room temp and you can right. make them and they're not. Right. Because I think they, it turn, they turn out better. Yeah. Like when you cook them. Yeah. When you cook something and it goes from like cold to hot really fast, it loses some of the. The zhuzh. Whatever makes it good. Fluffiness, freshness, whatever. Right. The zhuzh. But yeah, it is pretty cool eating. It's fun and it's fun to have them. I love going over there and going, hello chickens. Yeah. They're sweet. They're in their little coop. And. I want to let them roam around a little bit. Okay. Interesting. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. We also would love to get some ducks. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts about that. But I really feel like getting some ducks would make me really happy. And then for it's like for to have peeking duck? No. In the future? No. You know, I've never eaten duck. It's so good. No, I love I ducks. love duck. I it love, is the best. And I love ducks. Animals, no, I do too. So I don't do want to eat them. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks. So that's our chicken saga. Yeah. And now we can't wash the eggs. Yeah. And so we should throw all those ones out maybe? I don't know what we should do with them. And they're probably bad. There's like 40 in a basket. <laughs> well, that makes me feel bad. Can we For fertilize what? them? And turn them into other chickens so yeah. that we have an even worse problem? <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of them are roosters. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think that's how it works. What? Right? Well, how do you fertilize a chicken egg? I think doesn't have doesn't that have to happen before? I think. I, all I know, all I know is, if have you have a rooster in the coop, then that's when the eggs become. See, I thought there was a rooster in there. Is there? I think so. So these are potentially we could just hatch them. Sorry. It makes me so scared yeah, every sorry. time I crack one open that like it's going to be... going to be a beak in there? Yeah. All right. Next topic. What? Next topic. Oh, yeah, mate. 
Okay, let's see what else we got here. Buddy! Chili has arrived. He's ready to be a part of circle time. <laughs> Interior design choices. Interior design choices. This will be interesting. So I kind of have talked about this before. Wow, our, all the animals are joining us. Where's Brisk? He's on the bed, on the desk. Come here. So I kind of talked about this in a previous episode, but I feel like this time around, I don't know. I loved the way our other house was decorated. I really did. But it was a little bit more like, a little bit like subdued, I feel like, and not not 100% us, more just like what is generally beautiful. Chili. Oh God, sorry. The animals are taking over the podcast. Yeah, seriously. Chili. Our past, so the way our previous house was designed was awesome, but it was it was a little bit like neutral. And I think it ended up just like a little bit more white and a little bit more neutrals than we wanted. I think, and we like, I think we just both like, really we, like, oh, oops, sorry. We both like funkiness. We like color. Yeah, yeah. And so we decided this place, but we're going to like try Try to do it ourselves for the first little while. Well, I think that basically what it is, is that we, it's not like we didn't like our other design. It's more just like we felt like we were looking back. It feels like we were choosing things that were generally, that would generally appeal to the masses, you know? Whereas now I feel like we're both a little bit more confident in saying like what we like and what we want. And like actually doing it. Cause I think before it was like, that would be crazy. We cannot have that in our house. Whereas now we're like, fuck it. We like that. That's the thing we actually like. Let's do it. But I think also a part of it is like, I think what we did, like what worked really well at our old house was everything, everything matched an aesthetic perfectly, which is always nice when you walk into a place and you're like, oh, this place is clearly designed professionally. Yeah. But it also doesn't really feel as homely homey as homey as or as like oh this is clearly their personality as it does when people sort of or when i don't know i feel when i walk into this place i'm like oh this is way more us and we are trying to still match an aesthetic but we're also like throwing caution to the wind a little bit right and those are always my favorite places when i when i go into a place and it just seems like oh this is all of their stuff they clearly like this they totally. picked it out that's kind of like i think that's yeah like we instead of being like instead of walking in and being like wow this is a beautiful place like you guys did a really good job i want it or like instead of walking in and being like oh this is clearly the whatever aesthetic i want people to walk in and be like wow this place is so cody and kelsey yeah like this is obviously cody and kelsey's house and i want to make sure that there's like a little at least a little bit of a story behind stuff that we we've chosen yeah like i feel like before it was like why'd you do this why'd you do this and it's like oh designer picked it out designer picked it out designer picked it right. out right but now it's like it actually feels like things are tied to our lives like the plates we put up four plates that our friend got us for our wedding and like it's just nice to be able to know that that's that came from something in our yeah. life or it's like tied to someone we love right and just other things too like even the stupid like lamp that we can't figure out what to do with yeah. Like that has a little story now. It's like I was obsessed with it. I picked it out and now it doesn't fucking go anywhere because it's gigantic. Right. And you no, hate it. I don't not hate it. It's just <laughs> way bigger than we thought it was going to be. It's sick though. It is very cool. But um, I want to show you guys this fucking lamp. You'll see it. You'll see it. But um, I don't know. It's just it's been I've had so much more fun. I used to just think that like interior design was such a daunting task. But I just have really been having so much fun. I think now because it's like our own and we're just picking out stuff that we really like. And I think Cody and I are on the same page a lot of the time. Like if I think something's cool, he usually does too and vice versa, you know? Yeah. And I just, it's just been fun. And it's like, I think it's, it kind of is just in the same vein of like wearing what you want to wear because you actually like it and not just because you think that other people will like it that always ends up making you feel more confident than wearing what you just think other people will think is cool. And I think that like having our home be how we want it has made me love it even more, you know? And also it's just like fun and bright and like, you know, this will be the home that like we probably have kids in and stuff. And so it's like, it's going to be nice that they have like a, 
bright, fun home that feels like a home. And like, I'm excited for our kids to be like, Oh, I always grew up around a lot of color. And like my parents always decorated kind of fun and they just did what they liked. And I, cause I want our children to like, feel like they can, they can wear and act and like that it's like safe for them to be who is exactly who they are. And I feel like seeing like just like fun and brightness and like us doing who we are will inspire that. Yeah. Yes. I also, I mean it, this is related, but my grandma was like so eccentric and just like always wore these crazy like sequined like tops and she had the craziest shoes yeah. Like always a different pair of like amazing, colorful shoes. And then she also collected teacups and egg cups. So whenever we went over to her place, there was like always teacups yeah. and egg cups lying around. And she just liked like little trinkets like that. And she was just so fun and just was like an electric personality. Yeah. And then growing up, my parents also renovated our house and they, my dad, I think designed a lot of it in AutoCAD himself. Like he... 3D modeled things, but you saw like gold pictures of our kitchen, yeah, right? It was crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah. It was like preposterous. And I don't even know if you look back at that and be like, oh, that was like, you know, that was like, I, I feel like good design is a little bit like timeless, yeah. sort of. And so I look back on that and I'm like, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if this is really conventionally great design, but like it was, it, it was, was us. It was yeah. them. And like then it became us sort of. And it's like, people come over and be like, this is the funkiest, craziest kitchen I've ever it's seen. awesome. But yeah, because my parents fucking designed it. And they did what they wanted to. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think like you can even, it's not even so much about like having, being able to like have the funds to do those things. Cause I feel like it's easier because designing and stuff is hard or like expensive. Yeah. But like, nowadays there's so much stuff on like Facebook marketplace or you can go to the flea markets and find stuff and like vintage stuff is just so amazing. And like, there are so many ways to find like, even on like eBay and stuff, there's ways to make stuff your own regardless of like how much of a budget you have. And I just feel like it's important to like, to embrace those things that make you, you, whether it's your hair or your, interior design or your clothes or whatever, because that's really like when you feel the most confident and excited and comfortable in your home is like when it's actually what you want, you know? Yeah. I also will say like in relation to kind of doing it on a budget, I feel like it's also, it was also, it was always very intimidating trying to do it. Like, especially when I used to live with dudes. Yeah. It's like one of us, like remember that fucking green rug we had? Yeah. You remember that? Yes. How horrendous that rug was? Yeah, but it was it was cute that you guys It was like, cute, but tried. it was like we tried. But yeah. that's that's the extent that we would try design is that like we'd buy one thing that was like a little bit different and put it down and be like, "Wow, this looks like ass. We're not going to try to do this yeah. any longer. Let's yeah. just buy the most discount shit that we can possibly find." Right. But I feel like what I've learned through like working with our old designer and then and then sort of doing this ourselves is like you're always kind of closer to like tying things together than you think. Like right. it's, a lot of times it's like one coffee table book. Right. That makes it look like a little bit more alive or like one piece of little art that sort of ties into the color scheme that like, it's like, Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. When you're looking at the room, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that makes it a little bit less intimidating. Cause you're not looking at this being like, Oh my God, I'm so far from this ever like being something. Right. What do I what do I put a side table or whatever? It's like, and also a lot like, of times it's like, you can go to like a, you know, like a flea market on the weekend or something like that and buy one like cool vintage thing that sort of like ends up tying things even together. Even if it's like a coffee table book or a candle or like a tray or something. Like I feel like even just little things like that make it fun and like you can get whatever you want and it, and it funks it up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we had just like one piece of like maybe green art. Yeah. Maybe I would have tied that rug. Yeah. That rug was pretty horrendous. It was. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But it's like, you guys liked it. No, we didn't. You liked it when you chose it. And then when it arrived, we were like, and we didn't we have the, didn't we have a leather couch? No, we didn't. Did we? I think you did. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Dev, when I when Devin and I moved here, we picked that up from, from, from this woman's apartment in Santa Monica. And it was, you know where it was? Where? In the clown building 
above CVS. Oh, that's Venice. That's Venice. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Main Street. Like, sorry. Yeah. Halfway between or whatever. I guess it is that's technically very Venice. Venice. But but that's the building oh God, that, that it was in. Really and really scary. She lived on like the one of the top floors and the windows were all open and you could actually see the ocean from there. And the ocean breeze was... Oh, nice. Flowing through the apartment, and we were there to pick up this couch, and we were like, "This is this is the dream. Wow, this is incredible." Aww. And you just got to think that building has a giant clown on the outside of it, and it's really scary. I mean, it's haunted for sure. Yeah. So it's not the dream. But dreams change. Yeah. That was like a little interior design segment that we did. Yeah, I know. Let us. Oh, sorry. What? Keep going. Okay. What were you gonna say? Let us. What? Keep talking. You said, let us. Well, if you're experienced, let us know if we kind of hit the mark there, if that's even, you know, yeah, like in line with design. I mean, basics, I would say. Yeah. Right? Yeah, let us know. Your relationship with Cody looking back over the years. You know, I think that our relationship has grown a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. We we're married now. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Four months almost. Yep. And we, I don't know. I think that Cody and I have been through a lot together. And I think that at first, like you start to get older and things just get a little bit more real, you know? And it's, it, you got to be with someone who you like actually can stick through those times mm-hmm. with. Because it's about to get a lot more real as we continue on this journey called life. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I am happy to be doing it with you. Yeah, me too. You know, when we first met, it was like all about like, you know, hanging out and going on trips and hanging out with friends. And now it's like, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we should do book time (laughs) before bed. We should, that should be the book time. Right. And Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, we're totally cool doing couch time. Right, 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 right. You know? So it it all changes relatively quickly. It's true. Just Um, how fast the night changes. Yeah. But it's it's amazing. It is. And it's a blessing. Yeah. Here we go. More stuff you do to keep in touch with your girlfriends. It's so hard. That's a good question. I I feel like, like a lot of my girlfriends don't live in LA. Like I have... Like, I think two, I had 10 bridesmaids and two of them lived in LA. I'm pretty positive. Okay. And so I think I do a lot of, of keeping in touch with people. I think something that helps a lot is like a group chat. Like, I feel like I have like a solid group chat with like one group of girls and like, it's always just kind of going off and that has helped a lot. I think, I think just like... Cause I think a lot of times like you think about people, but you don't actually do anything about it. You know, like something will remind you of your friend and you'll be like, Oh, oh my God, that time was so funny. And then you just like carry on with your day, but like actively letting your friends know that you're thinking of them when you think of them, I think is like one way to just keep things going because like you, you want them to know that you're thinking of them, you know? And so I feel like, I think a lot of times it gets complicated when people are like, well, I haven't heard from her in four months and I text her every time, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you're thinking of someone and you miss them and you want to hang out with them, like just text them or FaceTime or even set up like a, every couple of weeks you have a FaceTime or whatever it is, or you send them pictures or just little things like that. I just feel like are good ways to keep things going and just random little updates about your day and stuff like that. I think, makes things easier like all my friends that don't live here I don't feel like we're in like a long distance relationship like I like I talk to them so much that like they know everything that's going on and like I'll just give them updates and group, group, vice versa group chats that's yeah, the that's, answer that's what I said yeah Cody is really really good at keeping like him and his friends I mean oh, like, <laughs> they were gonna roast me really no I think that, that sounded sarcastic coming out no, Cody and his friends have like six million group chats. Yeah. That they're all in. Yeah. And they talk. I mean, you talk to your friends constantly. So do you. No, I know. I'm just saying like you've been doing it for a really long time now. Yeah. Because they're all his like best friends from college. And so like 
they all, you know, they've been doing separate things for so long. I guess I'm, I've been out of college for a long time too, but you know what I mean? And you guys have done a really good job. And I think it has a lot to do with just the group chats and, and you guys don't, you guys will send anything. You'll talk about anything. And I feel like just having that, like you just send whatever, talk about whatever. Like, I just feel like always keeps things going. Yeah. You know, I feel like she never lays like this. I know. What is it? It's just because she can't really get a proper. Oh, okay. Bye. That was nice while it lasted. So, yeah. And even even if it's just you and someone else that you're trying to keep in contact with, I feel like. I have a way harder time doing that. I know. Way harder time texting someone one-on-one and being like, hey. Yeah. But but it's different for guys, I feel like. But also, like, I think sometimes people think that it has to be like, hey, how are you? But like, instead of making it like a formal thing every time, just like sending a video that reminded you of them or being like, oh my God, I just saw a picture of this. Do you remember when we blank? And then all of a sudden it just like sparks a conversation. And I just feel like when something reminds you of someone, like text them instead of just like, instead of just waiting for a time that you'll have to catch up because you never are going to find that time. Oh, that's a little ominous. I mean, like, Sometimes when you're like, what trying, if it never happens? No, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. sometimes it's like you can't you can't be sending like paragraph long texts back and forth, but you could be like, this just reminded me of you. We're also really good at seeing each other, our friends. We do try to like. You have to. Try Things are to always planned. Like there's always weekends time. where it's like, hey, this is the one that everyone's getting together. Yeah. And we all make an effort to like go to those. I feel like. Yeah, we we do make efforts to Obviously, travel to see one another. Yeah, and that's as we not get always easy though for everyone. And as we get older, it's going to get harder. Yeah, but I feel like it's we all know that's like a really, really essential part of our lives, and we can't like neglect it. Yeah, you can't neglect your your time with your friends. But yeah, group chats—that's the answer. Just when you think of someone, let them know. Yeah, that you're thinking of them. Yeah, Nick texted me. Said, "I can't wait to see you." One-on-one. I was like, okay. Stop. That's nice. <laughs> it is nice. Okay. Yeah, man, same. It's hard. It's like it's like taking a compliment. It's hard. To be vulnerable? Yeah. I was like, Thanks. I don't know, you know? Yeah. But you have to be vulnerable with your friends. Brings you very, very close. Let's do like a couple more. One to two more. Being a boss ass bitch and handling money well. I feel so financially illiterate and I'm 23. Oh gosh. I think this is something I struggle with as well. What are your tips for saving money, Cody? Tips for saving money. I'm trying to think. I'm I feel like I'm pretty I'm pretty literate. Yeah. I'm pretty financially literate just because I I care I care a lot about it and I read read a lot about it. Okay. But still I would still say I don't practice it as much as I know I should. Okay. In terms of But okay, maybe let's like maybe you could suggest a couple things that people could read or I mean, I just think, do to begin their financial literacy journey. Yeah, yeah. There's a book. There's a book. I have not, I've never read it, but apparently it is one of the best ones. It's called like Rich Dad Poor Dad or something like that. Okay. Kind of a fucked up name for a book, but I think that book or Google that because it's something like that. But anyways, I think in the beginning you should you should make a habit of saving. Okay. You should put that money savings account. You should probably put that money somewhere that's not just a savings account because then it's just going to sit there. Okay. So I think like in practice, you should you should if you make a certain amount amount of money, always put some aside. Mm-hmm. So you should understand that you never have as much money as you're making. Right. You should set a certain percentage aside every single month yeah. automatically yeah. and put it into like a, just like a money market fund, which is basically just like open up a account with some, you know, brokerage, basically something that you can use to like trade stocks. So like Schwab or something like that, which is just like opening a savings account or a, or a checkings account. And that's basically what it is. And then you can buy like a Vanguard fund, basically, which is a bunch of stocks all together. Okay. And it basically like kind of tracks the market, basically. Or you can just put it into the S&P 500 or something, which is every single stock in the S&P 500. What the fuck is he talking about? S&P 500 is just words. 
but I mean, basically, you just want it in something that's gonna that's gonna compound grow. over time. Yeah, compounding is like one of the most powerful forces in the world. Right, right, right. So yes, or I mean, for the vast majority of people, obviously, the one major purchase and investment they make in their life is a home. But it sounds like you're you're twenty three. Twenty three. You're trying to be financially literate. I would say, just make sure that you're you're saving a little bit. I think I feel like that's like a, a pretty living below your means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is important. And just but like I feel like I just kind I of taking what you're making every month or whatever, and kind of budgeting it out. Like you can, you're going to save this much. You can spend this much on food outside of groceries and this much on miscellaneous stuff you know yeah yeah that's fair i've never really been a budgeting person but that might help some people i know i think it definitely does i've tried i've tried i think times before but it's just not the way your brain works i mean i just can't i find i find it hard i feel like i know it intuitively but like sometimes you know if a certain month would come by this is like when i was out of college I'd be like, spend, you know, I'd spend too much on food or something. And I'd, I'd be like, this is just, I'm stressing about it, even though I probably saved money. Right. Like I knew it intuitively. I never was bad about spending too much money. Right. Well, but that's you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Cody, that was very helpful financial advice. Was it? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. And that's kind of, we're coming to the end of the circle. I would say that, yeah, one more thing I would say is just like, it's good to like learn about it. Reading. It's good to have awareness about it. Yeah, yeah. Because when you get Do older, research. yes, when you get older, you're going to, you're probably going to want to buy a house and you're want, you're going to want to know how a mortgage works, how interest works, right. what debt means, right? how much debt that you can take on. Because these are all kind of instruments that you can use to build wealth. And so you're going to want to how you're going to want to know how these things work. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, until I was older. Yeah. And I wish I knew it when I was younger. So, yeah. Thank you, Cody. Yep. All right. Now we're going to do one journal time before we say goodbye. Cody, what's the top 10 list of your favorite words? What's yours? Those are two of them. What's yours? Mine, my favorite words are love see you next tuesday the c word what that's your that's second next to love it's just you can't even say that on youtube it was just a little joke oh i'm just playing up the joke oh i do like the word smorgasbord smorgas smorgasbord okay i like the word because because it was like the first long word i ever learned how to spell okay my teacher in first grade used to taught us the word watch a Okay. And that was like our bonus spelling word every time. Nice. So I like that one. I, I like the word, for some reason the word utter just popped up in my head. Love that one. I like the word chili. I like the word franz, franzipan. Frangipan. Okay. Is that like, fr- is that like food? I think marzipan is what. I don't know what Frangipan is. <laughs> I think it's, it's kind of maybe the same. I like the word forlorn. Okay. And That's I, a good word. And I like the word intuitively. Okay. And I like the word ice cream. Okay. Chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Do you like to share like a couple of yours or... I don't. I don't know if I piss. Okay. Fart. I do like the word poop. Yeah, turd. That's a great one. Turd is a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of any. Door, window. Okay. Um, now he's just naming things he sees. Desk. All right. Well. Pod- podcast. Thank you thank all you. for listening to <laughs> today's episode. <sighs> Cody, thanks for joining once again. Thank you for having me. And. This was a fun app and I'm happy that you were here and I love you all. And don't you dare forget to like, to re- give this five stars and a good review and join the Geneva and follow us on Instagram at circle time pod. And if you want to join the Geneva, it's in the highlights on our 
Instagram. And that's that. Thanks for circling with me and Cody. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. And I love you guys. Bye. Peace. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.